back, everybody, to Final Checkpoint. My name is Joel. And I'm Ben. And each week you can find this wonderful little podcast on Spotify, Apple, Google Play, Stitcher, and Anchor.fm, as well as thegamefanatics.com. You can also email any questions, comments, or concerns at finalcheckpointpod at gmail.com. And this week is the very, very special Game of the Year episode. I was going to prepare a theme song and I forgot what I was going to hum. So I was, I was trying to think of like an awards type of theme song and I couldn't think of any. All I kept thinking was like the presidential song, especially at this time. No. Yeah. <laughs> Probably not appropriate. Steer clear of that. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. And, and I wanted to do obviously kind of our favorite games of the year, but also pick some categories that are, more fun and goofy and less what was the best action shooter of the yeah let's everyone else does that we don't need to do that yeah i like i like the idea of special categories and we could always change them up every year that we do this like because there's going to be you know different things going on and i think these fit perfectly for what happened this year and uh, i'm excited to to go over these yes i have not revealed my answers (laughs) to joel (laughs) <laughs> okay as long as you have them i had to write them down because my memory sucks and i didn't want to like forget as i'm reading <laughs> like oh i i i think it was this that's true and then you know then you say it, and i'm like oh shit no that that was mine that was mine <laughs> i'll give it to you that was the one i had yeah you can have it. i wrote down a few other ones just in case to remind myself but yeah and yeah. it's not even like we're crowning a winner of a lot of these it's more of just what were the I feel like most of these are losers actually when you think yeah about categories <laughs> to be fair a lot of these categories are like wow you really fucked up award <laughs> yeah yeah for sure womp womp man i'm excited i've been looking forward to this uh episode for a while now oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah so shall we start with our runner-up uh yes the the number two game of the year i guess yeah pretty much <laughs> Uh, so I'll go ahead okay. and uh, spew mine out. Um, so, and this is kind of a uh, mine, at least my, my picks are influenced by my top fives game of the year list that you can find over at thegamefanatics.com. There's a few others going up. Uh, I think throughout the week, uh, I know Tyler has his up. Um, and I actually had a good time reading that one. Um, I reread mine and I was like, Oh, mine sucks, but it's okay. <laughs> I still read it anyways. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Mine, mine will be my, up next week. Perfect. I can't wait to read it. Those are, my, those are my favorite articles that I think we post all year long. <laughs> yeah, I really like them. I just I just love seeing what everybody plays because like we don't get to talk enough as a group, so it'd be it's kind of cool to to read through those. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyways, my runner up for game of the year, Fire Emblem Three Houses. Yay! Yay! I'm a little surprised. You know, like the the. The farther I kind of got away away from it, I kind of thought to myself, like, did I really like Fire Emblem that much? And then um, I was watching somebody stream it, and I was just like, oh, man, I did love this game. I loved the teaching portions of it. I loved getting to know the classmates, the battles, because I, I played through that game so quickly, like, compared to other games that I would play in this manner. Like, I really ate that game up. And then even though, like, the last couple battles really kicked my ass and kind of made me not want to restart the game right away um when i think about all the other games i played this year and just like the fact that i never played really a fire emblem other than the mobile one 
playing this one really just kind of opened my eyes to like the series of you know like oh shit i would really dig going back and playing something on like the 3ds or some of the older ones because i really do like fire emblem i love the play style the and like just the characters that you meet in it and you know this one was definitely a good one to introduce me into that that genre and or that series because it's uh it i think it's a little more casual than what others seem to look like yeah i had a good time the characters were, were awesome and that's mainly what sold me on on really picking this game is is just the the amount of like love i had for those characters and for my students some of them died it's okay <laughs> i must have not love them as much but yeah i had a good time all the way to the end of that game that's cool yeah i know our first episode was the long ass fire emblem discussion oh yeah that was a good that one that was a good Go one to it. <laughs> one of the better episodes i think just because <laughs> we should do that more like just pick one game if we ever play the same game at the same time again uh, yeah, I think that's why we we kind of stopped doing it like that because then we started kind of bouncing around different games yeah. and I started playing a lot of old games and it's just like fuck. it just never met at the same time. <laughs> but I'm sure like Last of Us Part Two or something that'll be a full episode oh, yeah. of just that. Yeah. yeah, that'll be a big one. But yeah, that's, that's a great game. It doesn't it doesn't make my top five. I don't even think it made my top ten, um, or even the top fifteen for me. But that's just because I wow. played a lot of games and this Fire Emblem was good like very good it was good i've been i've been actually thinking about it a lot and uh, restarting it um eventually but on a much easier difficulty so i can kind of enjoy the just like the story of it cool my number two might not surprise you at all is uh resident evil 2 wow at number two at number two um and if you it could oh any other year it would have been number one uh yeah because oh wait wait, wait. resident evil 2 yay <laughs> uh i love this game i think it's borderline perfect dude i'm itching to get back into that game. it's i just love the setup of it how they the map like figuring out the puzzles the items uh, oh i need to carry this thing over here and what if i do that and it'll do this fun thing obviously a lot of this stuff only works the first time but it, you'll like pick something up and like, what is this used for? And you examine it and spin it around. Like, oh, there's a button on the back. Oh, that's cool. And then it opens up and does like another thing. It's full of tons of moments like that. I played through a little bit more of it again on PC, which must be my fourth or fifth playthrough at this point. Um, it It's just stunning in so many ways. I, I love that game. There's nothing really bad to say about it, except it's like, I wish there was more. Um, it's a little short, I guess. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think I got through it in like seven and a half hours. And I didn't really, I mean, I, I want to go back and play even as just Leon's playthrough again, because I just really enjoyed it. But yeah, it was very short. It's a little on the shorter side, but with the two characters and there's all these other things. It does something that uh well i guess the resident evil games have been doing this for 20 years but uh, it new games don't do this so it'll be it'll offer you challenges like beat the game only using the item chest four times or beat the game without using healing herbs and those those seem like really hard goals right but you can start the game over like a new game plus kind of on easy and 
you'll start unlocking things where like, oh, now I unlocked the infinite uh, ammo pistol. So I'm going to cruise through the game on easy with this. And then like if I beat it under a certain time, it's going to unlock another thing. And then I'll have the infinite ammo this to to use on my hard mode playthrough as I try to beat this speed score. Like there's this weird unlockable speed runny esque thing with it that I think is really cool and pretty unique. Not a lot of games. I can't think of any other games besides Resident Evil or like uh, Onimusha does it, which is also Capcom um, and a very yeah. similar game. Uh, but I love the game. I, I, I'm i so excited for Resident Evil 3. Like, <laughs> so yeah, excited. Yeah, me too. All right. Well, now that we got the two runner-ups out of the way, we're going to save our favorite um, picks for Game of the Year till the end. So what we're going to start with is our first wacky category. Whoa. The what were you thinking moment of the year ben do you want to go first on this one uh sure i agree with some of yours and i might be stealing some of yours but uh no problem my first one is stadia just in general uh yeah there are so many bad choices in just kind of optics of how like why didn't you do this as a as a beta why didn't you just change what you were saying why did why why and maybe these things are are, uh, issues that might be alleviated in six months and not matter in six months but it's just right now the conversation on stadia is just dominated by that that meme with the like huh guy like that's all it is for stadia (laughs) yeah i I don't i don't understand and i don't know if we need to say any more about that um my other one, which I know is on your list, is Anthem. Uh, and it's really yes. just what were they thinking, rushing this game out? Why did they think that they could get away with it and no one's going to care? And the other baffling thing with that is it's one of the best-selling games of 2019. Yeah, I think it's still like the 10th best-selling game of the year. So, like, what does that mean? Does that mean 10 million people are disappointed or are a lot of people playing this game and okay with it? But either way, it really does feel like Bioware NDA took a massive hit to this, yeah. just just due to this game and just due to the idea of like, we got to get it out. When did they need to? I don't think they did. Yeah. So Anthem, Anthem is my pick for sure. Yeah. Um, not, and just everything about it, like, <laughs> like how, you, how you were saying exactly. The, the thing I still can't believe is that like, I was thinking about this earlier because I was watching, because um, AGDQ is going on. Yes. And there were, there was someone that was speedrunning like a Jedi Academy modded game. Um, and I just kept thinking about Bioware. I kept thinking about like Knights of the Old Republic and Mass Effect. And I was just like, I can't believe Bioware put out Anthem. And I know it's not all their fault, but I can't believe that happened. I keep thinking about it. And it's more ridiculous the more I think about it. Dude, five years ago. If you had said Bioware put out a game that was half-baked and that no one really liked, it would be like, what are you talking about? That's, yeah. what? It's unbelievable. EA is a baffling company to me right now. Yeah. Just... yeah I, also, I also did put down, like, the uh, when they were in court testifying, I believe it was in the UK. Yes. How the, I don't know who it was, but she was on the stand talking about how they were the loot boxes they were described as surprise mechanics which everyone was like 
get out of here with that bullshit. <laughs> uh, and then, even though Respawn, you know, this is kind of their thing, they all, they're also kind of part of EA. So, when uh, the whole Ice Crown event was going on this uh, past year, and and everyone was, like, kind of complaining about it, because it's, I think they priced it out to, like, $119 with, like, purchasing the Battle Pass and the event coins or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of reading up on it a little bit, but that's when the respawn developers went back and started calling like people dicks and like freeloaders and asshats and shit like that. Do you remember? I that? do remember that. Yeah, that was nuts. And I did put down the way Blizzard handled the whole free Hong Kong movement, and it it could have been, it could have definitely been the winner for this category until. BlizzCon came around and they revealed Overwatch 2 and Diablo 4 and then suddenly everyone forgot. Yeah, well, I could have predicted that a mile away that everyone's yeah. going to not care about that once it's over. Um people were trying to undelete their their Blizzard accounts. <laughs> oh, there were so many funny memes about that. Oh my god. Oh my god. It it sucks, you know. I I just don't know enough about the political like trials and tribulations going on in china slash hong kong slash tibet and all this other no i I don't know yeah i'm dumb i went to an american school we did not talk about china ever so nope what do i know yeah exactly yeah i'm not very well like educated on that on yeah international politics i guess no um nor am i local politics (laughs) (laughs) but yeah so uh stadia ben's pick yeah. Uh, anthem my pick for sure two big losers. there's no winners only <laughs> losers i mean winners of being losers i yep. guess <laughs> all right my next one was was actually a probably my one of my favorite categories that i thought of okay um the this game is awful but i can't stop playing it of the <laughs> and i could go first on this one because it's very very much related to what we just went over um and it, my pick was Anthem yep. because I enjoyed playing the shit out of that game. <laughs> and I'm disappointed in myself, but I love <laughs> it. It plays really – like, it's fun to play. There's just not much else there to really do and to really, like, capture your attention and re- really make you care about that world. But flying around like Iron Man was cool. Jumping around really quick as, like, the uh, melee dagger um, javelin was cool. The Titan Javelin, which I played like near, kind of near the end, reminded me of like the Hulkbuster armor from uh, okay. Avengers, and that's really fun because you can just kind of, kind of shoot forward, and slam people with your shield, and they go flying. So it's got it's got some elements there, and I can't wait for uh, the reboot of Anthem. Hopefully, twenty twenty. <laughs> yeah, I'm not holding my breath on that. So have fun. Yeah. I'm not there's in. Rumors. You know, I was going through my YouTube to clean it up because there's just a lot of trash over there. Uh, and I made a video after the E3 where they first showed it with the gameplay jumping off the hill and stuff like that. Yeah. And I call out that fucking video for being garbage. <laughs> like, the day after. And who was right? Me. I told y'all. I hate that you were right. I, I don't. I'm always right. <laughs> don't be a hater. Uh, I mean, I wanted I wanted that game to be good. It's just I could told you that, that none of that game was real. Like you looked at any of its preview footage, none of that game was real. I just wanted to believe, man. Uh-huh. I wanted to be Iron Man. So my choice for this awful game that I can't stop playing is 
I have two. Uh, okay. One is Rage 2, which isn't awful, but it's just okay. And yeah. I did beat it. <laughs> Played a lot of it. Nice. I, I think I almost beat it. I don't think I remember beating it. It's... I don't remember, but I did love playing that game. It's fun. It's really fun. So that's why it's, it's like that's, hell, that wouldn't be the winner. It's not awful. Um, and my other game isn't awful either, but I also beat it. And that's Crackdown 3. I, Crackdown 3. I played the entire I It was fine. It was fun. It's dumb. It doesn't need to exist at all. But Crackdown 3, and I, I played it. it. Certainly did. So, like, out of the two, though, which one do you think you're more ashamed of? Oh, probably Crackdown 3. Um, okay. cause not a lot of people did like that game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it, it took so long, you know, it was in development for so long. And then by the time it came out, it's kind of like lost. It's, it kind of lost the hype behind it. And then once it came out, everyone was just like, oh, well, it God. shouldn't have had hype around it <laughs> based on what it was when it came out. I guess. Yeah. I mean, cause I don't remember even the first two being like this huge series, you know? Well, the first one was big. Like, um yeah it, because it, it was pretty i remember the first one being pretty big but like the second one kind of died down well okay so the first one came with a beta for halo 3 um oh yeah that's so that's was... part of the reason <laughs> that's um, probably why and then that. crackdown 2 i didn't even play and i loved crackdown 1 so that tells you a lot like not a lot of people went back into crackdown 2 it changed a lot of things i think it was the same map or the majority of the same map as crackdown 1 and there were zombies it was really weird like they just kind of went off on on the deep end that's around the time that everyone's going crazy with zombies. Yeah, around 2009. Uh, Why not shove them sounds in? Sounds about right. Uh, you have another game on here, which is another game I don't think is bad, but Ghost Recon Breakpoint. Yeah, Ghost I Recon Breakpoint. I, I, I played a good amount of it, and I, I think it's it's just, you know, it's just kind of like Anthem. It has no identity. Oh, that game's so much better than Anthem. I think, yeah, I mean... It's like... It, it does have really great... And things. not a mess. Like... They just... They they put in the survival stuff. It's like, either take it out or go all the way. Make it matter more. Sure. Um, and then, I feel like... I don't know, the whole... The hub thing was, like, okay. I think there's a lot of things that people really took out of context. Not context, but, like, just kind of... Over... Over blue. Blew out of proportion. Like how... Yeah, exactly. Like, how bad it was, which... Like I think I think it's a decent game, and I think as they update it, hopefully if they continue to update it and improve on it, it'll be a game I, I return yeah. to eventually. Um, I just think there wasn't enough there Same. to like, capture my I attention. I almost bought it uh, for like seventeen dollars or something on PC. Uh, oh, nice. Okay. Almost did, but then I realized yeah. that, that I don't. It's like a big ass map. I'm not starting over on that. Yeah, I feel I feel like I would have liked it more had I gotten it on console. Interesting. Yeah, interesting. I don't know those types of games. I, I think I end up liking more on on console. Huh. Well, I played it on uh, Xbox and I liked it. I'm waiting for it to be like ten dollars at GameStop or some shit, and I'll just pick it up. Put it on Game Pass. Yeah, put it on <laughs> Xbox Game Pass. Oh my god! I don't want to buy it. <laughs> game of the Year Game Pass. Oh shit! We should have. We should have done that. We should have planned that. Most anticipated Game Pass edition. <laughs> <laughs> What's well, the like? What was your favorite Game Pass game of the year? Exactly. Quick, I'll look at my list of games I played, I'll tell you. Hold on. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> cool. So my uh, my pick was Anthem. Ben? Crackdown. Crackdown. All right. All right, let's move on to the next category. The why didn't I play more of this game of the year? 
Yes. Was this mine? Um, I don't know. I don't remember anymore. Possibly. I thought I had something like this. Anyway, uh, I have so many written down here, and I copied some from the ones you had on your list and then got rid of. Um, yeah, I think because I, I looked at a couple of them, and I was like, oh, well, I, I talked about this one on our, like, non-2019 non game, so I didn't want to include it on this sure, list. Sure, okay. Um, so for me, it's Kill Squad, which is that... Oh, yeah, um, yeah. Like, the MOBA, but you're, it's a single-player... Not single-player, it's a PvE MOBA, I guess, is yeah. how I describe it. Uh, that's a really fun game. I, I really liked it. Uh, it just... it Its progression system seemed really slow. Um, and, man, if it was just a little faster, maybe they've updated it now. That's a really cool game. It's still in early access, and uh, I'll probably swing by that game a game a game a game game again this year and, and uh, check it out again um but the other one i really wanted to get back to was when i talked about on the show was the sinking city that oh yeah. open it's not even open world open city uh cthulhu weird lovecraftian nonsense like it was just so weird and different um very very cool game and i bought that so i i really do want to go back and play more of that so i had a surprise entry that is not on the list <gasps> that did take the spot from the one i did list. <gasps> risk of rain 2 i yeah wish i had played more of that game I, we, because all the new all the new updates sound awesome and we got to get back to playing it because it was really fun i know we had we played like two hours of it together we had so much fun i know i know <laughs> and they've been adding so much stuff to it there's more unlockable characters now there's new like items um i think i think they added a couple new worlds and new types of bosses so i'm just like we have to i'm just like aching to go back in there and play we really <laughs> we really should um, we really should. Yeah, that was on my list, and so was Remnant from the Ashes, which we never Remnant played together. From my asses, yeah. And I also I really know. liked that game. Yeah, that's a pretty fun game. I, I started it, and I don't know. I think like I I want to play it multiplayer, so we'll have to do yeah, that. Yeah, hit me up. Okay, it's fun. It's like right. I feel like that game is uh, Resident Evil Four controlling ish. But it's just shooting. Like, there's no goal or anything. It's like a roguelike Resident Evil 4. That's how it, that's yeah. how it feels to me when I play it. Yeah. It's like if Resident Evil 4 and, like, Dark Souls had a baby. Yes. Kind of. And they called it Remnant. Just Remnant from the Resident Evil babies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's gross. All right. So, uh, Sinking City for you. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be my winner. Risk of Rain 2 for me. Cool. All right, hand out those awards real quick. Okay, here's your reward. Sign right here. Okay. You get $10 off uh, your next purchase at Dairy Queen. Oh, God, I love Dairy Queen. Fuck. Pretty damn good. I, I love Dairy Queen, too. <laughs> Sponsored by Dairy Queen. <laughs> when they do, you know, they do this, do, or do they do this near you? Bleh. Where, uh... They'll have Dairy Queens, but it's just the ice cream. Oh, weird. Yeah, it's oh. really... You'd think that'd be fun, but it's actually obnoxious and really annoying when you're hungry. And you're like, yeah. I would like 
anything and they're like we only have ice cream and my they have like the best chicken strips basket oh yeah little toast they do they really do their chicken's great yeah and they're very underrated yes very underrated very underrated god i'm fucking hungry i need to go to bed after this (laughs) dairy queen of the year dairy queen all right i know i know i'm so hungry why'd we do that to ourselves (laughs) (laughs) all right time to prepare for our next yes what's the next category the holy shit that's amazing moment of the year so there's a there's a few moments that I could think about, um, like Keanu Reeves at E3. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Other, other recent reveals that I think were exciting, like the Xbox Series X. Um, but one that I that I did kind of mention earlier that really kind of like blew me away was the Diablo Four trailer. Mm. It looks insane. It's a good ass trailer. Looks, it looks so different from Diablo Three, which is like a good thing even though i love diablo 3 like this just looks so so cool i think it's so like gritty i think this diablo 4 trailer specifically the gameplay they showed obviously yeah. the cinematic was awesome that they, they've been nailing those for 20 30 years oh yeah uh, they got but those no I, this was the first time maybe since like bloodborne where i saw gameplay footage and it was just like goosebumps and i was so excited god diablo 4 is exactly my shit diablo blow four 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 yeah well i don't know about that uh (laughs) i don't know what that means (laughs) there's an echo Uh, yes that's what we'll go it is cool uh mine uh, i picked uh two from games like two moments in games um actually i could have picked three uh, oh, that's... A, that's Okay, so I have three. Sorry. Okay. Uh, one is taking down a horde in Days Gone, which is amazing. Like, when you're... Okay. I did the one from the E3 demo at that train yard, and I did all of them, actually. Um, or most nice. of them. I did a lot of them. Uh, it, it's so crazy, where you're just throwing napalm, and all, there's zombies flying, and you're running... It is chaos. So cool. And and just unloading machine guns into them. And they're all just falling and blorping all over themselves. It's really unlike anything else uh, in any game. Just there's not like think of another game where 200 enemies could be running at you. It just doesn't exist. Um, yeah. Especially when you can blow them all up and, and shoot them and they all fall and crawl over each other. Like seeing them crawl up a wall to get you is wild. It it is oh it's creepy though. That I I still plan on playing that game. You should. I think you get it for like ten dollars when it was on sale. Hmm. You should do that. I'll have to do that. Yeah. I, I really like that's a long ass game. Really like that game in general. The other uh two shout outs i'll say um uh the ashtray maze and control which i will just say that about it is really cool um i think it's a little overhyped but it is still very cool uh, i know you just started control so i don't want to say any more about it oh yeah yeah um and the other one is the what, what is it the gargantuan ape is his name in in sekiro 
that where you oh, yeah, where you kill yeah. him, you chop off his head, and it's like you defeated the boss, and then he just revives, and the boss fight isn't over. That's a big oh shit moment in that yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they've, I don't, to my knowledge, I don't think they've ever done anything really like that in a Souls game before. Uh, they, there's one boss in Demon Souls where you can't defeat her unless you do something outside the boss fight. It just kind of starts over again, but this was the biggest fake out, and then it's a fight that's completely different than the first fight, and and so many people, like myself included, you get stuck on that gorilla for a while just trying to beat him, and you're like, yeah, I, I did it! Why is he moving? Oh no, oh no! <laughs> like, just that Oh, what a, what an incredible moment that was. Damn, you had some good ones. You had some I good. had some good lists. And I forgot probably half the other ones that were good, too. Yeah. I mean, those those were all really good. Like, I can't think of one in-game that I really had that was like, oh, shit. But yeah. I'm trying to think. Yeah, I don't think. Because I, I kind of knew what to expect boss-wise on Sekiro from watching speedruns, but yeah, if you had hadn't have seen it, oh yeah. yeah, but I haven't come across it yet in the game, so that might be different. Oh, you know the snake. Oh that first yeah, part when, the first time you meet the snake and you're going through that one part, that was fucking scary. Yes, dude, wait till you kill the snake. Holy shit, there's just wild <laughs> moments in that game. That game is wild. Wild game of the wild. year. Wild. Oh, we should have made wild <laughs> game of the year. <laughs> Next year, here we go. <laughs> make a note. Make a note. Write it down. Okay. All right. To the next and second to last category. Okay. Our most wanted remake or HD re-release for 2020. Yeah. Ben. I love your list that you made. Yeah. (laughs) Is this me or is this you? Oh, yeah. I was going to let you go. Oh, okay. Uh, obviously, we have to start with the Demon Souls oft-rumored game that is basically all but confirmed, and I am so excited. Uh, it's to the point where I kind of want to just film myself watching all the PlayStation things, just in case it happens at any of them, uh, just to have that moment. I'm so, I'm so ready, so excited. Besides that, for me, really... Uh, anything on the Switch that is GameCube. Like, any GameCube games on Switch would be the biggest thing for me. Uh, I'll settle for, like, Wind Waker HD on Switch. Oh, I would love Wind Waker HD. Yeah, that would be, be incredible. That would be the number one game I want on Switch That that's, like, on the Wii U that isn't there already. It's that. Um, yeah. Just, ah, that'd be so good. Oh, and the other one I've written down is Beautiful Joe. I want Beautiful Joe back, please. Thank you. Oh, yeah, I remember those games. Those games are awesome. Those are awesome. Yeah. Totally, yeah. I think they'd do perfectly on the Switch or on wherever. Just please, thank you. Yeah, I'm surprised they haven't, like, made another run. No, they've re-released Okami 30 times, though. Ugh. Don't get me started. I mean, I like Okami, but (laughs) 20, 90 times... Jesus, I don't know if it was good enough to keep bring to make it Skyrim. I mean, it is really good, but mm, I didn't think it was that great when I played it. It's 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 one of the better Zelda games, <laughs> to be honest. 
<laughs> I could think of worse Zelda games made yeah. by Nintendo, yeah. so yeah. So my pick Resistance 1 through 3 HD collection. Mostly mostly like 2 and 3 cuz 1 is very very old and like sure probably not as good as i remember it but two i remember being so insanely good and then three i only played like the first part of it before my playstation stopped playing my playstation 3 stopped playing discs so i never got to finish it wow and i heard so many good things about that game and i really still want to play it because i love that series god i would kill to play that freaking series again in hd i'm not sure i'd want to play those i don't know really I remember loving the guns and especially like in part two when you're fighting the the giant like titan size um I don't even know what they're called anymore, but um I remember having to shoot rockets at it and this thing was like huge and then at one point they were actually in like Twin Falls, Idaho, because that's like I remember that, yeah. Yeah, I remember because they, they had Googled Farmtown USA and it brought up Twin Falls, Idaho is the first like thing that they saw. And they're like, all right, cool. Let's use this. And that part made me laugh so hard. Cause I was like, Oh shit, that's how they did it. That's funny. <laughs> but yeah, that, so that would be like the HD collection. I want the most. Um, I, I also would love like infamous one and two, but I'm like, I've played the shit out of those games so much that it wouldn't be like as, I think as like special to me to play than resistance one through three. Hmm. I'm going to throw one Just more out there. Us. Metal Gear Solid. Oh yeah, that would be pretty good. It's it's sad that you can play like I think what two and three on Xbox Game yep. Pass, but you can't play those on PlayStation right now on PS4. Yeah, it's the best play to play. The best place to play <laughs> Metal Gear Solid two and three is an Xbox One. Yeah. Okay, You're fucking up Sony. That's... I know we've said that before on a different episode, but yeah, you're fucking up. So they're just there's that rumor, right? The the PS5 is going to be backwards compatible with everything, and I I hope it's true. I don't believe it, but I hope it's true. Will it be disc based or it's all digital? What do you think? There's really no difference. If it's a Blu-ray drive, it can read the Blu-rays. A Blu-ray drive can read the DVDs and the CDs. So yeah, I have a feeling it'll be like backwards compatible with PS4, but then like. For three, two, and one, you'll have to buy them digitally. That's, I think that's fine. Uh, if it works, yeah. if it's like every game, or if it's most games, right? That there's just too many questions with them, and I'm, I'm very excited yeah. for them to have this PS5 reveal event and see what that we can answer some of these questions. Give me the Resistance 1 through 3 collection, please. Dude, that's where they're going to show Demon Souls. I'm so excited. Ooh, that'd be... Dude, they would kill it. Or Bloodborne 2. What if they did that? Demon Souls oh and God. Bloodborne 2, and it's like day one. Like, ah. Damn. I would cry. I would buy that instantly. I'd camp out for that. <laughs> I would I would go to a physical store at midnight and get that to bring it home. And I would take the next <laughs> day or two off. Damn. I mean, both of those the same day? Come on. That'd be cool. Yeah, It's not going to happen cool. like that, but yeah, it'd be really cool. It's not going to happen, but yeah, it'd be, it'd be cool. really it's, cool. It's, you know, it's good, to, it's good to dream. It's good to dream. Gotta, gotta dream sometimes. Oh, for sure. All right. Well, that does it for the wacky categories. Whoa. I think it's time 
to end this award show with our favorite game of the year. And I'll go first. Sure. Um, also from my top five games of the year. You can find them over at GameFanatics.com. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Yay. I don't know. Someone's moving furniture next door. So, yeah, sorry. I don't know what the fuck that oh, is. I can't even hear it. Okay. Can't even hear it. But Jedi Fallen Order, it brought me back to some memories of playing Jedi Academy. It reminded me why I love Star Wars and that universe and the characters because they're cool yeah. and they're, like, interesting. It made me realize that the – I mean, not realize. I already kind of knew – it reminded me that lightsabers are the coolest fucking thing <laughs> in the world because they're just badass. And I loved switching around the colors and then going from like the double sided lightsaber to just a single. Um, and then when you get the, the double, the dual lightsaber cool. where you can hold them. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, and I actually like ended up liking the main character and like BD one who's awesome. Um, they kind of grew on me cause at first Kyle Kestis is kind of like, this boring protagonist it's just like oh oh no oh, stuff yeah. but then you kind of like you kind of it kind of grew on me anyways um but yeah that game was just fun and i liked like the layout of it it's got these like four or five planets and you're just going back and forth through them and you're with new abilities you're getting to explore more of them and it's just like such a great structure something we didn't expect as well from from respawn we didn't expect it to be this this good yeah, and we yeah. didn't expect it really to kind of operate the way it it, it does um, it, it definitely surprised me. Now, I mean, you know, I've I'm like a few minutes into Control, and I think have I played a lot more Control. Probably would have been my game of the year. Oh yeah, <laughs> um, just just with what I played and like the aesthetic of it, the the gameplay, the it, it's definitely my my type of game. It's it's very infamous. Um, but yeah, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. I'm again surprised that you liked it that much to be number one. Oh yeah, it's the only one that I could like really think of, like putting it above the rest. If I had to go back, they're like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna only let you play one of these games again, and then the rest we're gonna shred, and they're never gonna exist again. And all I could think about was like, fuck, I really enjoyed playing Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, wow, cool. <laughs> and I think a lot of it came with the fact that it's not as hard as Sekiro, but I got some like you know reminders of it through like the combat. Mm-hmm. and the satisfying parts about beating bosses except with that game i beat the whole game like you know pretty quickly and so it felt really good and it's just star wars i fucking love star wars <laughs> so cool. it's a very good star wars game I, it's in my uh honorable mentions yeah i mean in any other year it probably would have made maybe top 10 this year's just been so weird it's a weird yeah this is the one this is the one i ended up liking the most sure i i think when I did my list, it, this was either six or seven. So it just barely missed yeah. my top Not five. Bad. Yeah. Uh, and, and my number one game should be no surprise at, at all. As many times I've mentioned Dark Souls this episode or even Sekiro itself, uh, it's Sekiro. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I... I I still can't believe the the big 180 I made on this game where I remember talking about it. Um, oh, yeah, I remember. Like, it was way, I think. 
like 20 like back on the game fanatics podcast uh no it was on it was on something uh it wasn't on my show it doesn't matter i think it was um, on your show yeah yeah where and i was 20 hours in and i was just like i like this but i don't know and and there's issues with it and blah 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 but then i kept like unlearning the souls way to play and learning how to play Sekiro and not not something else and by the end of the game it really was that that realization of holy shit I've gotten so much better at this game in a way that that you really don't have that like obviously at the beginning of any game versus at the end of the any game your skills get better at playing the game but this is on such a different level where you can be thrown into a room at the beginning of that game and just have no idea what's going on. Like, what does that thing do? Why do I do that? And you just die. And at the end of the game, you can get dropped into that same room and not get hit once perfectly block everything. And just everyone's massacred. And it's, it is, and this is in my article or the top five, where it's the end of the matrix where neo realizes the extent of his powers and just goes okay like i get it but now we're kicking ass and that (laughs) you get to experience that in a game where like oh i know what to do and like things will come at you and you're just like it's the thing where he's blocking the attacks and he just like looks at his like hand like huh that's weird he's blocking all this shit (laughs) that's encapsulated into a game it's incredible uh i love that game i it is my favorite game of the year by by a wide margin and i love resident evil 2 so much it's it it would have been number one it it just can't beat Sekiro. i i I don't know i don't think i've ever gone from just thinking a game was okay and being confused about it to being like this is one of the best games ever made like this is yeah i i think so expertly done that's what's so striking about it to me is that it's not that it's a really good game it's just so well put together this is a game where there's no armor sets there's no alternate weapons it is you with a sword and it's so finely tuned and crafted for that particular thing uh that's where i feel like a lot of the souls games can kind of feel like well, if you have this sword and like that sword's weird, but this one's really big and that one's really small and this is this and you can do magic and you can do that. And that's cool and fun, but having that focus, and that's also what I think Bloodborne kind of uh, is more focused as well. And I, I think that is a great strength of that game. It, it's it's so cool. That, that game is incredible. Um, I played a little more of it just to kind of remember it, right? Yeah, yeah. God. It, it it holds up. It holds up so freaking well. It's one of those games where I think I will play it every year or so, just all the way through just for fun, because it, it, it is one of those things where I can now that I know what to do with everything, I can cruise through it pretty quickly as opposed nice. to the first, like, 40 hours <laughs> playthrough of it. Uh, it's like, oh, this is 15 hours, leisurely, whatever. Uh, it's It's so cool. I love that game. I still need to finish it, and I think you should. I'll do it this year. It's just, uh, you know, it's just a matter of getting back in and uh, getting better at it. 
Yeah, well, it is it is difficult until you understand it. That's the thing where it's not hard. It's just confusing in a way like you don't know what to do. And then as soon as you know what to do, you got to just do it. Like, it's so weird. Uh, it's, it's wild. It's a wild game. And it's probably tougher for me since I played so much Dark Souls. Uh, yeah. There was a yeah. lot of like, I don't get this. This is stupid. What is this happening? And I had to unlearn a lot of that. Sekiro, Sekiro. I think it's winning a lot of Game of the Year awards, isn't it? Oh, yeah. It was, uh, I mean, Game Awards won. And it was the uh, GameStop spot. GameSpot's Game, Game of Spot. the Year. <laughs> Probably GameStop's. Who knows? Who knows? What they're doing over there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure what, if any other sites gave it anything. But yeah, I, I mean, if anything, it's Action Game of the Year at a lot of places too. Stuff like that. Yeah. Totally deserved. Yep. They killed it, man. They killed it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to see what uh, happens with Elden Ring and uh, what comes out of that. Yeah, that's... if it takes as long as uh, George Railroad Martin's book, yeah, right. we'll see if it well, ever comes out. I don't think that game's coming out this year anyway. So, Bloodborne 2. Bloodborne 2. Can you imagine? They fucking dropped with that. That'd be so cool. I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> cool. All right. Well, that wraps up our award ceremonies for uh, our game of the year's thingy episode which was really fun and i'm glad uh we got to make these categories uh a little more fun to discuss than the normal rigmarole but uh looks like we do have some time ben if you want to tell us a little bit about the games that you play sure mainly because i'll forget about them if i don't talk about them (laughs) i forgot like several weeks ago i forgot i finished Link's awakening (laughs) great i mean but i completely forgot that it even happened uh so i got damon x machina from gamefly okay and i really like it but not enough to keep it for very much for very long um it seems fun to play like when i initially played the demo i hated the frame rate on it and i just didn't think it was very fun but like i've seen other people play it and it just looks really like fun to play yeah they've They've improved it from that demo, so they made the whole thing a lot faster, and it is very fun to play. Consistently just, oh, this is fun. I'm flying around shooting things as a, in a robot. They need to make more of these games. Uh, I really like that. Um, I think the biggest issue, well, there's a lot going on. I don't want to get too much into the minutia of it, but the biggest issue is that like some of these missions are two and a half minutes long. I don't understand why the first several hours of the game is just, oh, here's a here's a three-minute mission, and then here's another three-minute mission, and here's another four-minute mission. Like, really? Why is everything so abbreviated? And a lot of these maps are feel very small. I know it's on the Switch, but, I mean, come on. Uh, and it kind of follows this formula that feels monotonous of okay i'm here and i do this thing and then oh no a thing came okay and then we fight the thing it's a little predictable in that way and not it's not exciting to get your robot all gussied up you watch a two minute um cut scene of hey this is the story 
and of anime people doing anime shit and and not the interesting anime shit but like the dumb anime shit and then you're in a mission for three minutes and then you're you're done okay and then you gotta do it all again if if it was just a little more involved with levels like levels in a game like this should be 15 minutes and it should be oh i gotta go attack this base and on the way to the base oh shit they sent out some guy to fight me so they fight the guy and then oh i got to the base let me take out the the defense turrets and then i could sneak in and then you're inside the base and you get to steal the thing you need and then you got to escape out and whatever like it, it's not involved it is just oh robots are in this town and then you you've the mission starts, you fly for five seconds to the town, you blow up the robots, and then, good job, you blew up the robots, or there's something on the radar, and then the boss fight happens. And it's just, like, this is so basic, and it needs to be more involved to be more interesting. What you're doing is fun. Like, I will give it that. But it's like, God, there's so much potential here, and it feels to me like they said we can spend... 15 million dollars and make this incredible or we can just stop right now and make a pretty good game and they just stopped and made like a double a robot game and that's cool that's fine um yeah but i was i was left wanting a little bit more um but totally fine like if you if you're into robots fighting and shooting and stuff like this is a very solid title in a genre we really don't get a lot of games in yeah that's about it one thing that did annoy me, yeah. actually, because you can equip, you know, like a left hand gun and a right hand, and then like two on the back, and but they name them these weird shit, so it'll be like midnight lightning, and then like luft rouser, and I'm just trying to find the machine guns, and I don't know which ones the machine guns until I scroll over it. It's really stupid. Not the UI is terrible for picking equipment. And then when you're trying to, like, oh, I need to swap out my bazooka for the flamethrower, but the flamethrower is named something silly, so I don't know what the fuck it's called, and then and the bazooka is called something, and I don't know which one that is. And is got to learn all these names now. Yeah, and yeah, I got to scroll over all of them to figure out if it's a pistol or a machine gun, or I don't know why I have all this garbage. It's just, like, a lot of nonsense for really no reason in your inventory it's very it's a very meme complaint like this is the thing i would complain about and no one else would care or notice but it is annoying to me it was fun it's very anime very anime but that's cool worth a rental worth my gamefly rental yes 100 percent. did you want to talk about control at all uh yeah i'll go ahead and mention a few things um i don't want to talk about it too much because i'm i'm probably maybe like two two-ish hours into it oh, maybe three yeah. hours um i i really like it i really dig the aesthetic mm-hmm. of it the way they do the lore there's like so much stuff to pick up and i will stop every now and then just kind of sit and read some of it um and i never do that for games i never sit and read any other lore and all these blogs and shit like that but it's so interesting in this game and the way they kind of they kind of like present like um the kind of like oh you got this new ability test it out in this little area i like that because mm-hmm. it kind of prepares you to use it in action but i like the the whole kind of grab shit out of thin air or have it break off the walls and launch it at enemies 
like it just that part reminds me of infamous so much um especially like the fact that you're kind of in third person and you're shooting and you don't really have to aim down sight for a lot of it you're kind of just shooting and then you're also aiming your other thing so you can hit it like as you switch off from shooting to levitating objects and throwing it um i love that little combo and um the story is just interesting it's like very like um i was thinking i was thinking about like how i described to my wife it's like x files and like heroes in a way like it's it's got this weird shit going on that people know about and you're kind of just starting to break through and learn and you're trusting this like supposed fbi person or kind of looks like an fbi person you're not and you're kind of telling yourself like well maybe i shouldn't tell her everything and then you're like well, I don't know if I should let her run tests on me. And then you're kind of like, but I need to know more for myself. So then you say, okay. Yeah. Like, I love the inner dialogue that she has. And so far, she's, like, a very interesting character. And I like her, like, um, her like just her attitude about everything. She's not, like, freaking out. She's not, like, um, you know, like, some, some characters are kind of emotionless about it. She's, like, for real, like, she's, like, there's something, you know, something happened to my brother. I need to get to the bottom of it. Oh, shit, this happened. This is happening to me now. So I also need to find out more about that. But at the same time, I can't forget why I'm here. And so there's, just, like, interesting things going on. I really am digging that game. That's why, I, like, instantly when I started playing, I was, like, fuck, had I actually played this whole game before <laughs> game of the year? Like, I know it would be, like, probably number one. Yeah, I really like Because it, it already, story. like, anything that can get me to read is... <laughs> should be awarded something (laughs) i i highly recommend reading everything that you find it's all really good i think i read hundreds of whatever the hells in that game i like the little videos that they do um so instead of like okay this is a videotape that i can watch and those are like well acted Mm -hmm. and like pretty cool to watch and god they're just they did such a cool job i really like uh remedy style and it makes me want to like look into like alan wake and stuff like that yeah oh 100 quantum quantum break is on uh it's on game pass game pass yeah. yeah i loved quantum break that was i my number two game of the year that year i think that it came out uh, i loved that game um i think it's better than than control but i haven't gone back and played it um and i do i want to go and play alan wake because of control yeah yeah it's that good it's very good i think control well i think control is my number six Okay. Game. Cool. Yeah. Very high up there. Awesome. What else is on my Oh, this is the the game I will forget about is uh Super Liminal. Um this was in I can't think of what this game This was in that state of play. The last state of play had it. It's the one with the weird perspective stuff puzzle thing going on. Um I'll have to take a look. It's it's a puzzle game quasi portal like but with perspective uh oh okay yeah you if you see it you know exactly what it is. where yeah. you can like raise a block and then put it in the air and it'll fall down and grow in size because of the perspective of you viewing it it's it's kind of weird and hard to describe and it's not as puzzly as um as you would think necessarily yeah uh, it's more of it's like I need to get up this ledge. These little boxes are too small, so then you get a perspective that makes it look big compared to the ledge that you're yeah. And then you looking move at it to over. climb up to, and now all of a sudden you drop it and it's big, and yeah. then so you can climb up it. Yeah, that's that's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. <laughs> I like the idea. Of it's that. pretty cool. Yeah. It's like a four or five hour game, 
or so. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm dumb and I didn't hit it shorter. Um, uh, and there's there's like twists and and things going on with it, and there is a, a loose narrative of what's happening with you. Uh, I really liked it. Um, totally hooked me for the the ride. Um, there there's some kind of uh, frustrating bits, particularly towards the end, but uh, by and large, a, a very unique. Very fun puzzle game, kind of reminiscent of, besides Portal, um, the Stanley Parable. A little bit similar to that um, in certain respects. Yeah. But I think it's definitely worth a look when it comes to consoles this year or whenever the hell that happens. Very, very unique. And there's some things that happen in it that I, I thought were super cool and super well done. Uh, just surprises and weird moments uh, that they could really only happen because they were playing with uh, perspective, but also just kind of perception in general. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it's it's pretty cool. I wish it was more of a puzzle game because it kind of shows itself and you think it's going to be a puzzle game, but it's it's almost a walking sim type of thing with consistent puzzle interactions okay it, yeah it it, it kind of defies traditional um description I, I suppose but very very enjoyable i got that on the epic game store because their their sale was crazy i don't know if you know it was bananas it was like ten dollars off everything off the sale price it's like okay wow here's five dollars for this game okay uh, Damn. yeah it, it was it was nuts so of course I picked that up, <laughs> and they gave out the new Why ukulele not? game for free, which I need to play more of. But yeah. Oh yeah, I was checking out uh, what is it, ukulele in the Impossible Lair? Yes, that looks that actually looks really good. It was free on the Epic Game Store, man. Damn. And then I know uh, the completionist did an episode on it, and he said it was the most challenging platforming when he was trying to like complete it. Sure. It's yeah. it's the kind of platformer I don't really like, which is the Donkey Kong Country type of games, which okay. I yeah I do not enjoy. <laughs> huh. I don't know why they're so different <laughs> from Mario to me, but it's like this is stupid and dumb. So we'll see. I played like two or three levels of it, and it, it's cool. It, it's it's fun. I just don't know if I really like that <laughs> style. I played a little bit more like Bloodstain, so I'm playing that on and off here. Uh, more Dead Cells and uh, more Final Fantasy 14, of course. How far are you? And then that? I check in with Final Fantasy yet? No, <laughs> <laughs> never. Um, and then like so with Pokemon, it's really just like trying to finish that Pokedex. But I'm just doing it casually. Like I'll sign in, or not sign in. I'll, I'll play the game like once a day just to. There's this one area where the all the evolutions, Eevee illusions spawn. Sure. Like it's like a different one each day depending on the conditions, and so I'm, I'm missing like I think maybe like two of them, and then I'm missing like Umbreon and the fairy one. I forgot what it's called, but um, Sylveon or something like that. Sylve Silvaloof. Sylveon, I think it maybe it is Sylveon. Sylveon. I know that's I close. I'm just gonna say it's Sylveon. Okay. That sounds. Um, that game is still really cool. It's just like, 
the thing that always kind of drags for me is Pokemon Endgame because it's like I don't really have a real incentive to complete the Pokedex because like the game's already over. All there is like if I want to get into competitive multiplayer or if I want to do the Battle Tower, which is like the same thing over and over again, or if I want to do shiny hunting, which is like also kind of boring. <laughs> Did you see that? That uh, I'm not. I guess it's a meme where someone posted on like a Reddit for Pokemon. Like, why does this Pokemon look so weird? They look sick. I don't like it. Da, 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 da. How do I get rid of it? And they just killed their shiny because it looked different. They didn't know oh. it was a shiny. Oh, no. I feel like that's something I would do. I'm like, why is this stupid Pokemon different? I don't want that. I wanted just a normal one. <laughs> Such a me. Th- I'm surprised I haven't done that. God. I actually, I got my, it, I don't count it as a real shiny, but I got a Magikarp, a shiny Magikarp, because they were doing this event um, where every den you would go to, if it was a sponsored den, it would be like a Magikarp, and you had a really like high chance of pulling a shiny. Huh. And it was like maybe like my fourth or fifth den that i went to for the max raid battles and ended up being a shiny and i was like well cool it's not exciting because everyone has that has one of these now (laughs) sure and it has to evolve into the shiny gyarados too i think it does i'm gonna have to evolve it i just i got it yesterday i think and i was just like oh that is less cool when everyone kind of has it yeah and i've other than that i haven't come across one like naturally in a game there was another funny video. I don't know why. Why am I watching all these memes? Uh, where someone saw a shiny. It was in the field or whatever where you can see them running around. And and then something else charged at them and got that battle instead. Oh, no. <laughs> it's like, oh, no. The pain. The pain. Well, what they the thing they did different with, like, let's go and pokemon shield in in let's go you could see the shinies like if, if you were gonna run into one you could see them in the game yeah where on this one it's it you don't see them until you actually like get into battle oh, okay maybe it was it a let's go video then yeah because that's how my son got a shiny gear not gyarados geo dude i was like looking at it and it just looked a different color because there was a few other ones right around it. i was like oh damn that's a shiny <laughs> You're right there. A shiny Geodude. It's got to be the lamest shiny. <laughs> yeah. Probably. I think the I shiny mean, Geodude has like hair or some shit. I'm gonna look it up. Well, I like the uh, I like the shiny um, Oddish, and how it goes into Biotum because that I have one of those on like Pokemon Go. But that doesn't count. I don't count. I don't count that as real either. <laughs> Anyways, all right. I think we can wrap things. Okay. Up. <laughs> We're starting to get delirious. <laughs> yeah, bro. The shiny pod, man. Well, I'm excited. We wrapped up basically 2019 with this episode, and we, now we can start moving on to the future. Looking forward to maybe uh, a predictions for 2020 topic or anticipated 2020 topic. We'll be yeah trying to figure out what we're going to do there. But uh, once again, guys, thank you for listening. Thank you for uh giving us a reason to come and do this podcast every Sunday. We do it for you guys. We also do it for ourselves. Um, <laughs> and make sure you head over to all of the podcast platforms that we're on. Spotify, Stitcher, Google, Apple, 
and uh, anchor.fm as well as thegamefanatics.com and make sure you head over there to read all of the top five game of the year articles that we'll be posting throughout the week they're great there's some of our favorite ones to do and uh everyone gets in on the action so please head over there and give us a read yay until next week shaboopy oh no awesome.